All right, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing. Mir Hashem in Barak Chof Beis, chapter 22 of Mesilas Yisharim, title of the chapter, Be'er Ha'anova, the meaning of humility. So the Ramchal writes as follows, or I should say explanation of the meaning of humility. So Ramchal writes, up until now, we've really been focusing on what we'll call Cognitive humility or humility of thought. Now we're going to begin to focus on a bit more humility of action, actional humility. And Ramchal explains that actional humility, by the way, also you'll notice a pattern that Ramchal often divides up things among these same lines cognition versus action, how we think versus ultimately how we act. So here again, we've been focusing on humility as a function of thought, thinking, humble, right? Humility and thought. Now we're going to focus a little bit more on humility and action. And then Chal explains that this could be really divided up into four categories. What are the four categories? Literally conducting oneself with a sense of humility. Now says, interesting, being willing to suffer indignities or being or being willing to go ahead and literally yeah, suffer indignities to be the kind of person who despises honor and glory and the kind of person who goes down and gives covet to everyone else so I'll say these are the four parts these are the four parts ultimately again of actional anava Actional humility. And again, now we're going to break out each of these individual parts. Number one, means to literally conduct myself, behave in a humble way. What does it mean to behave in a humble way? So we'll say, so now what we're going to do is, there are four different parts to actional, to actional, I know, to actional humility. Now we're going to take the first part and subdivide that into a number of parts as well. So part one, again, part one is to conduct oneself with a sense of humility. That's it. But with a shiftless literally means lowliness. But it doesn't, like we always say, it doesn't mean that it, you, you act like you're a nothing. But rather it means it conducting oneself in a sense of, of lowliness will define it. And he says this, this manifests itself in a number of ways. The way I talk, the way I walk, when I'm sitting, and in all of my actions. Okay, how does this work? Bidi Buro, what does it mean to conduct yourself with shiftless when you talk? the benachos. Imabrios. We'll say a person should speak nicely. Should speak nicely. Now, benachas doesn't just mean nicely. Benachas also means softly. Speak softly. And this is not like speak softly and carry a big steak. Right? That, that, that might be a good idea also. But he's talking about in general just the way that I talk with people. This is not even the subject matter. It's not even what I'm talking about. It's how I'm talking to other individuals. That talking should be done with a softness, with a sensitivity. He goes on. The words of the sages are heard when they are said when they are said softly. Speak to people in a way that gives honor, not degradation. says, He who disparages his friend lacks heart. 
Speak nicely. And again, it's interesting here, he's really referring to speaking with a sense of nachos, speaking with a sense of softness. Next, Bali Chaso, the way I walk. Who is a person who is a Ben Olam Haba? An Vasan Ushval Berach. Shayef Vashayef Ayel Shayef Nafek. So, what does this mean? We're focusing on this last part. Literally, again, he walks in kind of hunched over walks out hunched over. The idea being that even the way that I walk, even the manner in which I, I, I hold myself, <laughs> should be reflective of a sense of humility. Don't walk around with a straight, erect posture all the time. In other words, he's referring to a person who carries himself in a certain arrogant way. He says, don't walk exceptionally slow. Also, you know, walking very slowly. We saw this right in the beginning of the Sefer. Literally, again, your big toe by your heel, your very small steps is also a sign of gaiva. So don't carry yourself with that sense of gaiva. Rather, this is fascinating. Walk like a person who's going to work. Now I'll say, what does it walk like a person's going to work? When I'm going to work, I, I, I have stuff I need to get done, right? I have things I need to accomplish. In other words, walk through life like you have, that shows you have a sense of purpose. You're going somewhere, a mission, right? You've got things to do. You've got things to accomplish. So there's no time to just saunter around, but rather, again, there has to be a certain sense of urgency in my gate. Person who goes ahead and literally comes to Kufra, I will say, essentially means like a person who walks with his nose in the air. Right? The person who walks with a sense of arrogance, it's as if he's pushing away the Shechina itself. Beshifta. So, I say, that's what it means to have humility when I walk. What does it mean, Beshifta? Humility when I sit. Shehemakomo ben Ashvalu. It will say, sit amongst the lowly people. And you don't have to sit amongst the elevated people. We'll say the idea being that literally, physically, where I sit. So a lot of times a person likes to be with the cool guys, right? The person likes to be, you know, with the in crowd. Don't, oh, you don't need to sit with the in crowd. But rather go ahead and dafka put your place amongst those who perhaps are a little bit more peripheralized or marginalized. Be willing to even go ahead and put your place with the regular folk. The gam who gam came mikramali altis hadar lifnei melech umkom gidolam altamod kitov amalacha alehina mashpilcha lifnei nadiv asheru einecha. The chinor was the chinor of the vracha beveikar rabba harchik mimkomcha shnayim ushlosha makomos v'shev. So we'll say so literally again. Quotes the mention here that says that let's say a person has a makom. Person has a makom, you know, a chash of a makom, an important, an important makom kavua. So you shouldn't necessarily sit in his makom kavua, rather sit two or three spaces away until you're told to come into your makom. Now the truth is, that happens not to be the halacha with makom kavua. With makom kavua, you should sit in your makom. If you have makom, sit in your makom kavua. But he's, he's making a point. The point that he's making is a lot of times we try to go ahead and even subconsciously establish cover for ourselves by where we sit. So sit. Where, right, where you sit, how you sit, should be with humility as well. 
What's actually very beautiful. Quotes over here, the Gemara Masechus Bab Metziah, that literally whoever makes himself small in regards to in regards to Torah in this world will be made great in the world to come. I will say the idea is that there is an there is an inverse relationship between how we conduct ourselves in this world and how we are treated in the world to come. So those who constantly run after covet and this world and ultimately are focused on the achievement of honor and glory in this world, in the world to come, they get none of it. And those who simply don't need it in this world and run away from it in this world, receive it in plentiful measure in Merit Hashem in the world to come. An incredible idea. So therefore, someone who humbles himself in this world, ultimately, again, is able to receive much cover in the world to come. Amru. The Olam Yilmad Adab Midas Kono. Person should learn from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How so? Well, this is incredible. This week's parasha. Shahare Haniach HaKadosh Baruch Hu called Harim Ugvos. The Ribbon Shalom, he went ahead and literally he overlooked all of the other beautiful mountains. The Hishresh Chinos Al Harsinai. And he chose to deliver the Torah in Harsinai. Now, Harsinai, we know, was not the tallest of mountains. In fact, the opposite. It was one of the smallest mountains. So why would HaKadosh Baruch Hu choose to give his Torah Kedoshah on the smallest of mountains? He did it dafka because of the lowliness of the mountain. Torah itself, I was saying, by the way, it's not just the mountain, right? Hashbarach who gives the Torah in the middle of the desert, right? A barren landscape on a location that is absolutely unknown, was unknown beforehand, is unknown now, and was the lowest of the mountains to show us what? To show us that Torah exists when it is rooted and received in humility. Humility ultimately, again, is the midah, which I will say, and it makes, it makes so much sense because think about it, without humility, right? If a person is arrogant, they think they know everything. Well, if you think you know everything, Torah is not going to do anything for you. So it is only if a person is humble. Because when a person is humble, at the end of the day, what they recognize is, I know what I know, but I also know that I don't know so much. And that knowledge of knowing that I don't know so much, and there's so much for me to grow, so much for me to change, so many ways for me to evolve, that is the key ingredient for Kabbalah Satar. V'chein Amru, the Sheiris. It is very beautiful. What does it mean? The Sheiris Nachalasa, which literally means again that Hakadosh Baruch Hu even has compassion for the remnant of His people. So again, here the Ramchal defines it as to someone who makes himself like leftovers. So what does it mean? Leftovers aren't very chashiv. Right? Leftovers aren't chashiv. They might be good, but they're not chashiv, right? So ultimately, again, who does HaKadosh Baruch Hu rest his presence on? To someone who makes himself like leftovers. Meaning, you don't have to be the main dish in life. You might be the main dish. You really might be the main dish, right? But Lamaisa, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the main dish has a lot of cover associated with it. person who makes himself like Shirayim, like the leftovers ultimately engenders or instills within himself a humility, that's ultimately a person who is going to accomplish spiritually great things. So we'll stop over here for today. Shkoyach. Incredible.